0: All right, guys, how's it going? Welcome back to the Front Three. This is a second episode of the Front Three chat where you have three gentlemen sat in front of a camera and microphones because we're also on Spotify and all major podcasting apps. So make sure to go and follow us there. Chatting absolute bollocks. Joining me again is Jack and Liam, lads. How are we doing?
1: Still bored, still Still sick a lot down. Just want this uh, vaccine to be readily available.
0: Fantastic! It's brilliant. Great, great start. Fantastic
2: vibe. Just brilliant. Yeah, Jack, how's your how's your energy? How's your how's your week been? How's your week been, Jack? Pretty dull. Um, me and Liam had a good Monday night watching the American football. That was that was fun. Um, yep. the, why are you watching Handeg? It's uh, a good sport. I'm getting into it, you know. Liam's getting me into it. Uh, it's quite good. I enjoyed the and I we just up till 5am, being Jager on. You know, it was like pre-COVID stuff. It was it was quite nice.
1: Especially like, not being not like sure. a normal student.
2: I'm not sure I'm into that. Uh, yeah, so
0: this is the international break, which is probably the worst time of the year. Uh, we've already made our opinions clear on... The fact that it really shouldn't be taking place, but it is, and football was played and Liverpool got more injuries, meaning Jack's having a little meltdown in his room again. Uh, who was it this time? Was it Henderson and um Who Reece isn't it? Fucking
1: hell. Who was yeah, it this week? We
0: it's Ree- just
2: Henderson. Henderson and Reese Williams. But Robertson's out now as well.
1: I was gonna say You've got Allison in your front three left.
0: <laughs> the front three is all that's left. Well, shit, yeah. Gosh,
1: yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's like it's, do it's the like job.
0: this it's like this show without me. It's just not worth it is it, it got a jaw. We'll that, move on. That, that silence says it all. <laughs> uh, right, moving on to today's main topic then. Um it's it, well I mean this is always a frustrating topic because it, it annoys me deeply. Gareth Southgate's England. Now Annoying? it wasn't it wasn't the it annoys me because Southgate he seems, every time he seems like he's doing something all right, and then he does something really stupid, and the Belgium was, like, well, who was it that we played before Belgium? Was it Wales? Ireland. Ireland, sorry. Why did he play yeah. two defensive midfielders against Ireland? Did he play two defensive midfielders? Who did he play? I can't remember.
2: He played, I, I can't remember.
1: I swear, I, he, I, he, no, he no, he played no, five no. at the back. Why is he playing five at the back the against Ireland? We didn't even watch the game.
0: Digital, well, fantastic. No, um, I watched friendly, it. Yeah. I watched it, and Southgate played five at the back against Ireland.
2: But they still won. Yeah, I know, but it was a shit game. It was it it, it, been. It's a needless friendly. He's resting players from top teams. That was blatantly obvious. He said that he'd been on the phone to four managers. It was obviously in managers that he was on the phone team before the game. Yeah. Wanting to I, rest. Wouldn't read,
1: I wouldn't read into the friendly too much at all. I mean, it, was just it? A next, it was just 90 minutes on the pitch.
2: The annoying thing that you maybe could, well, we could talk about here is the Belgium uh, game and the set. Well, that as well. I was going to go into that. Yeah. Mount and Greedish on the wings. I thought Greedish was superb, but Mount on the other wing, I think I just thought it was stupid.
0: It feels like he's he's trying to find any any excuse. To, I mean, the the running joke on social media is that Mount he's loves Mason Mount. Um, I mean, that could be a, its own discussion in a bit, but for now, I just want to talk about Southgate and what you two think about him. As manager of England, as manager to take England forward to, let's say, the next World Cup, the next Euros, whatever it is, who, who fucking knows what the next tournament will be anymore? Um, I'll go to Jack first. Southgate, what
2: are your opinions on him? And do you think he's the right manager? In all honesty, mate, I'm, I'm not too bothered. Um, I don't like my relationship my English. with England, my, my relationship with England is, is a bit hit and miss. I, I follow them in the major tournaments, but. Other than that, I, I don't see the point, mate. Because it gets frustrating, as we spoke about before, with uh, the international breaks. I hate international breaks. For me, it, it's a two-week break from from the game that we love, because everything's uh, chopping changes. You you know, you get players getting injured, like Joe Gomez has out for the rest of the season now because of getting injured uh, training with the uh, in, with the national team. I just think it's very hard to get into when, when there are breaks during the season. International tournaments, don't get me wrong, I'm all for it. And, and then I'm, I'm back in England all the way because that's where I'm from. But I just think these needless international breaks, just they make me not enjoy watching England and they're, they're just boring and dull. So if you ask me this question in the summer, before or after Euros, I'd I'll, I'll probably be able to give you an answer because I'd be more into it. But at the minute, I just... I'm sick of international football. We've had three international breaks already this season. We've Mm -hmm. not even played 10 Premier League games yet. It's just, I'm bored of it, mate. I'm bored.
0: I mean, I can't disagree with you there. But I mean, Liam, are you the same or do you have any opinion with Southgate?
2: As I said,
1: we didn't even watch the friendly against Ireland because probably we won't even watch the game against Iceland tonight
2: tonight.
1: because there's no reason for it.
2: It will it, be on. I'm sure it'll be on in our house because I think Foden's starting and Matt. I want to watch.
1: Uh, I think I'm a celebs on now.
2: It <laughs> like it's just okay. Really, right. Well,
1: well, let's,
0: let's 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 pretend the Euros is on. I don't know next week. Let's let's pretend it's on next week. What would your opinion be then? What would what would like right now in this moment? Let's say the Euros is next week. What are your feelings with having take taking charge of England?
2: I like him. I think he's quite I, I don't, Yeah, I'm self Um I, I think he's a fresh manager. Um, though he can seem quite rigid at times, he's always shown that he's willing to experiment. And that's, why, that's another reason why I think it's important not to judge him in, in times like this, because in fairness, he's had a lot of injuries himself too. He's trying to chop and change and see what's right. The five at the back worked at the World Cup, so maybe that's something he wants to do in international tournaments. And he's thinking that he'd rather, you know, embed it into them in all games rather than chopping and changing it all the time. Um, I think he's he's a decent manager, and you know, I think with this um, with his first major tournament with England, he did more than expected. Yes, England had a very nice run of fixtures, but he did you very well.
1: You can only beat the team that's putting for you, and That's yeah. what we did.
2: Exactly, and, and, you
0: know, I think... Well, you, you, you have the argument of you can only beat the team in front of you, but there were two teams that were put in... There were three teams that were put in front of us. Two two occasions with the same team in that World Cup. That was Belgium. He failed to beat them both times. So is that not an argument that someone could say, you
2: know, goes yeah. against him? I think England are in a position right now where people look at certain players. So people look at the attack and think, oh my God, it's a great team, they yeah. should be doing things. But as a team... It's, it's so disjointed. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah, we have about f- fucking 10 incredible right-backs. Yes, we have about 10 different options on the wing and you've got Harry Kane and Dominic Colbert-Lewin, who could be your nine. But you're extremely low in, on midfield options. The centre-backs are all shite. Um, you've got Harry Maguire as your best centre-back and he's, he's fucking garbage. You know, I, I, I think realistically... That's the issue with the England team, and for, for years that you with England you had the golden generation, and the, they were nothing. And that was probably the best yeah. team that England have ever had because they had so many good players in so many different positions. This England team has so many good players, but a lot of them are in the same position, and I don't think you can we, expect anything. From we don't them. have a spine. No,
1: the team doesn't have a spine. There's no backbone to the team.
2: It, it reminds me. It reminds me of Liverpool before the last few years, before they bought Alisson and, and, and Van Dijk. It's just destroyed. Yeah. It's just, you've got things that make you think, all oh, they could be a good team. But that's that's it. Um,
0: I don't know. The, the, with, for me, the, the, when I think about Southgate in England, it, it, I obviously bring into the fact the injuries and stuff like that. And you have to think about that. But my question is that even when he's had, let's say, a majority of his squad fit, I know you say that the centre-backs aren't great and maybe the midfield's not as as good as it could be. Um do you not still feel that he's not getting the the best out of the the talent that he's got at his disposal because I mean we've seen times where like, let's say because for me in my opinion our best midfield includes Henderson and Winks. Yeah. Or, or Oxlade-Chamberlain. And I don't I don't know about Declan Rice I'm still on the fence with him. Uh, I don't, you could sure argue you either. could argue Declan Rice but I'm not sure with him. Um and then you need a 10. And that ten could be either Grealish, which I think it should be. It could be Madison. It could be Foden. It could be anyone. It could even be Sterling or Sancho if you wanted to put them in there. And then you've got your wingers: Rashford, uh, Sancho, Sterling, uh, Greenwood. If you wanted to include him in the list.
1: So you're going for a four-three-three. Is that the way forward?
0: Four-three-three or a four-two-three-one? I think that's the best
1: way England can play. Um, yeah, I don't think we have answer for that.
0: that. That's the thing. Do, do you not think that we have the players to play that system? No. Yeah. Well, what do
1: you think's missing then? The reason I mean, three that,
2: Yeah, that's that's the reason they're doing it, because I think we're, we're low in that area and I think Southgate knows that. Um, I think Connor Cody is great and for England he's been outstanding, um, but he fits best into a three. Maguire, that's I think Maguire, a bit, yeah. he's not good enough. Um, in my opinion, his best performances for United have been in a back five. When Luke Shaw started in at left centre back, or you've done other things, and you know, I think that's been that's when Maguire plays at his best when he's in a back three. Um, And you know, we also need
1: to realize is that Trent's going to be playing at right back, he's got no defensive capabilities whatsoever.
0: See, then that's when I argue, why can't we play it if we're going to play back three? Let's have Trent at wing back, let him do all the attacking. Why are we playing Wambasaka at right centre back then?
1: Walker. Mm, Yeah, I mean...
2: I'd I'd be well up for that. I think over the last couple of years, Walker's not a right-back anymore. Uh, As Roy Keane summed it up perfectly, right-back is a car crash now. He started the season really well when Pep's been playing him in that new sort of role where at times he is that sort of right centre-back. I think put him there and it works. I think a back three is the only, well, a back three, back five is the only way forward with England because even if you don't put Trent there, um, because Lerm says he's not very good defensively, I think he is good defensively. He's, he's won medals to prove that. He's at the top of the league. He's hardly dropped points. One of the best um, defences in the league um, for the last couple of years. It's just not one of his strong points. Um, mm. And that's the thing. I mean, he's He's not
1: required to defend in the Liverpool system.
2: Well, if you want a right-back to defend, then I understand. If that's your sole aim for a right-back, then I understand why you wouldn't opt for Trent Alexander-Arnold. No,
1: I, w- I would definitely opt for Trent, but that, that's because England shouldn't really be defending in the majority yeah. of their games, unless they're yeah. coming up against a Germany, a France, and maybe even a Belgium. Would we be on the back foot?
2: But realistically, even if you're not opting for Trent, Reece James is a similar situation in my in like, yeah. going forward. So, therefore... You look better with wing backs as it is anyway. I think Bucky yeah. Saka as well would be great at the left a left wing back in that. Chill well. Um you can go Chilwell too, but I, I also think Saka Saka would be perfect and, and useful. It's a good
1: rotation, yeah.
2: Well, well, seeing as we're discussing it, let's let's just go through what you think the,
0: the best England eleven is. So, start with the keeper. It's got to be oh. Dean Henderson, surely. No.
1: I can't he pick them.
0: But they're all shy. He Dean he Henderson's not shy. Dean Anderson doesn't oh play. That's what I mean, but do you not think he should play?
1: If he plays for his club, he can play for the country. If he don't play for his club, he can't play for the country.
0: I suppose. So you say saying Nick Pope then?
1: Nope. Pickford. Oh, Liam. No, Pickford. Liam. Pope would not work in the England oh, system.
0: Liam, no, we need
1: our keeper to be Pickford. good at distributing the ball.
0: We need our keeper to not concede goals, hopefully.
1: How many goals have Burnley conceded this season?
0: That's a, that's a good question. Let's have a look.
1: Well, Meanwhile, I mean, Jack, tell him why he's showing shit. The thing is, Pope is only good when he's got a back four with another four bunkered down in front of him. If he's in an England system where he's getting counterattacked, is Pope going to be that good?
0: Burnley I, have con- conceded 12 and that's, that's not that bad. I mean,
1: it's not terrible, to be fair, but they're a defensive team.
2: I agree with i yeah, I get where he's coming from, mm. but you also have to factor in that factor in that Pickford may not be playing for Everton by the end of the season. They in, yeah, and may not be getting game time either. Um, they're all shy. If if you ask me an honest question, that there's no world class goalkeeper yeah, think, there. have
1: yeah, got average keepers.
2: Well, that's that's the issue that we were talking about before, though, in the fact that they don't have a very good spine. Uh, not, there's that, no there's no
0: world class goalkeeper. Straight at the, off,
2: like there's, there's just no one really that stands out in, in goal for for England. Uh, I,
1: I generally think that Pickford's just the best of a bad bunch.
2: Yeah, I, I you took the words out of my mouth there, mate. I think I, think I
0: I'd agree with you. Oh, fine, all right. I'm out, I'm outnumbered there, so we'll go Pickford. So we're we're going for a back five now. So three centre backs. Yeah. Who, yeah. who are you going with?
2: Walker, Maguire, and assuming everyone's fit, Connor Cody. Not Gomez. Right, oh, assuming everyone's fit, yeah, assuming everyone's fit.
1: I'd go Mings.
0: I, w- I was gonna say Mings, on, on the left Mings side. Mings
1: can fill in as a left back if we need a formation mm-hmm. change during the game.
0: I'd have said Mings, Maguire, and as Gomez. Walker
1: can potentially do at the right side. I think he's gonna walk,
0: you know. I said our best three is uh, Mings,
2: Maguire, Gomez. If we were to go with a three. That's... Mm. Yeah, well, if, if Gomez is fit, I think he has to be in there. Um, Maguire too, Maguire will be in there, whether he should or shouldn't, then that's, that's up for discussion. But he's one of the leaders in an England team that lacks leaders, so he'd have to be in there for me. Yeah. Um, I think Cody has done really well, but yeah. put him up there with with the best, and probably not. But he'd be a good option to have in the squad, I suppose. Mings, fair enough. I briefly forgot about him there. I think again, he's another one that's been impressive at Aston Villa and suits the system quite well off the left side, like you said. Um, there's Eric Dyer as well, who mm. we should probably discuss. I mean, my argument is still Aaron Ramsey should be
0: in there. I mean, he can. He, if he's not going to get in, get in at right back, at least put him at the re, right
1: side of his back three. I think he's third choice in that position. That, that you think he really shouldn't be, though. Should he?
2: Walker, Gomez. Well,
1: because if Walker, the argument, I, I think he can interchange Walker and Gomez. That can just be literally on form or on just on gut feeling on the day. But I wouldn't. I, I, wouldn't think, I think England Jack are going to. Gonna, I, think,
2: I think England are going to miss out on a player like Wan because he doesn't get an opportunity. You look at it like it, it is anyway. You do that back five thing when you put Walker right side, Ming's left side. It, it cover, you cover both, don't you? you know, so if you got two attacking fullbacks.
0: I mean, okay, right. Well, I still... Okay, in terms of Walker or Gomez, then which one are we going with? I'm saying Gomez. For, yeah, I'm yeah, Gomez.
2: But will he be fit by the Euros? Who knows? Probably not. It'll probably will end up being Walker. Um, Wing backs, so are we saying Trent and Chilwell? Yeah. Yeah, but he lo- he loves Trippier. He scored a free kick and now. Yeah. He loves oh, I hate his obsession with Trippier. I don't even I don't rate Trippier at all. It's 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 strange. Um, every, th- this is a thing, and Liam will say that I'm obsessed now, but it's with obsessed. with Southgate in terms of when I've seen him play Trent consistently in meaningful games has been off the bench and just ramming him in yeah. and mm-hmm. it, it, it seems to me like he doesn't trust him enough to play him there in in major tournaments but i don't know i think he, he i think he likes Reese James i think that's been clear from the last last couple of international breaks I know he was suspended for um, the last game against Belgium, but I think I think he might be playing tonight. Um, and yeah, he's he's been quite impressive this season as, as as a whole. I think Reece James, but as I say, I think, don't think he's that strong defensively himself either. Mm.
0: Well, anyway,
2: uh, what are we going with the midfielder? Are we saying two midfield and
1: three, or are we saying two and? Yeah, it's I mean, I'd, I'd line it almost as a three-four-three. Three-four-three, right? So Would
2: you've you got two central midfielders. Yeah.
1: That'd be Winks and Henderson. For me, yeah, I'd say for,
2: um, Henderson. for me it's Rice and Henderson. But I know you two aren't too keen on Rice. For me, I think he's a quality, quality player. I, really I think he, I think
0: Rice is better as a six in a midfield three. I think that's his position. I don't I don't trust him enough in a two, just because you need to be a bit mm. more
2: dynamic, and I don't see Rice being that. I I really can't wait for Rice to join a top club because I think I I think he's going to be out I, th- I, think, I think he
0: will I think he does deserve a step up I don't know I don't know I'm not, I'm not convinced on him but uh, we'll, we'll see seeing as it's 2-1 we'll go Winks and Henderson I personally wanted a number 10 in there because the player I'm going to put a left wing now because of this is a bit no I don't want I don't know are we going with a 10 or are we going with a left wing right wing striker definitely well, if you right.
1: want to put a case forward for a 10 but I'd go for a front three Seeing as wingers is our best position not inside forwards, whatever you want to call. The thing it. is,
0: if if we go with the if we go with the left wing, right wing striker,
2: that means I have to leave out Grealish, and I don't want to do that. Re- realistically, that sorry, Realistically, we have to be real. Grealish, outstanding the other night, deserves his England call up, deserves to be in the England squad consistently. Absolutely, has he done enough to put himself in that England starting squad yet? Absolutely, not absolutely. probably not. But... I think. You look at the merits of, of players that you can put in any of those positions. Personally, I'd even put Foden in that ten above Grealish. Grealish yeah. is an outstanding player. He is, don't get me wrong, he is incredible. However, yeah. England have better options, uh, and and he'll admit that himself. You watch his presser from the other day after the game. He, he says himself he knows that there's there's better players out there. He sees himself as you know the sort of schoolboy of the game. He's, he's still learning. And that's the great thing about Grealish. Over, If you ask me over the last couple of years, I would, I would have said he's average. There's loads of places he could improve. The last two years, he's come on so much. And you can see that he continues to improve, continues to get better. If he can keep this form up throughout the season, he will be a very, very, very good player. Uh, and the sky will be the limit for him. But he's just too inconsistent. And we often see in a season, Greedish goes through pieces and, and spells a good form like this. And then he'll go missing. Or he'll get injured, uh, and then he'll come back and, and 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 shine again, which suits him at a club like Aston Villa, where he's the star. He's he's a big mm. fish in a small pond. But that's why I've always always said with Jack Grealish, if he moves to a big club, he may get found out because he's. I think it suits him being a big fish in a small pond. Whereas mm. you, you put this big fish in in a pond with other big fishes, I think. He'll get on the bench a lot. They'll, they'll realise that there's, there's players better than him and, and what will that do is to his confidence? Because when he plays with confidence, he's an excellent player. But when yeah. he's got confidence, he's a James Madison.
0: That's a big statement. Um, I don't know. I think, I think really is a... He's, he's sort of a luxury player, isn't he? Because he's not going to be your most hard-working player on the pitch. He's going to be someone who does
2: something at the other end. And I think I'm, in this England team, you need someone who's going to be a bit more hard-working. And there's there's a bigger question because you ask Villa fans what his best position is and they don't know. You know, I'd they say the 10. they'll say the ten, but then Dean Smith wants to play him left wing, and then they're they're calling for South. He shouldn't be on. The, no, he shouldn't be on the left wing. They're <laughs> calling for South to put him in in any position. Well, I mean, if
1: you're playing there. him on the left wing, he's always cutting in anyway. So
2: I
0: prefer him in the ten just because his he, his best attribute isn't pace. It's his it's just technical dribbling and his uh, he's just clever. Very um, good on the ball. So a foul to especially in this England team. You wouldn't suit the left wing because
2: usually it would be Rashford over there. That's your you front three for England. Let's let's get this out of the way. You could Rashford, Rashford, Kane, Sterling, or Sancho. I'd say Sancho, Kane, Sterling, personally. You're leaving Rashford out. Yeah. Oh come on! I am MBE Rashford. I am at the minute. Why,
0: why, Rashford, why Rashford
2: out? Because I think, again, he's had, this is the whole debate in terms of Grealish. You, you leave him players like Rashford out because at the minute there's not there's not a place because you've got Sancho and Sterling, two of the best young wingers in the world. Like, don't get me wrong, Rashford is an outstanding player, but I don't think he trumps either of them two at the minute. I really don't for me it's... Mm, this might be a poll coming up I'm not I'm not having
0: yeah. that I'm not having that viewers you're going to have to let us
1: Blair, so, what... to be honest I, I wouldn't know between Rashford and Sancho surely so,
0: well, it's between Ran- Rashford and, and
2: Sterling because I don't,
0: I don't I think Sancho no. has to... mm.
2: nah, this is the thing Sterling most of what he does is incredible he's, he's the he's the worst best player in the world yeah, that's how I've you mean. Him for many, you mean. many years you he is literally he's incredible. He is a quality player. He's become everything. on his
1: day, he's unplayable.
2: He's become everything at Man City that Liverpool fans were desperate for him not to become. Mm. But one part of his game that he's missing that never seems to get better is his finishing. finishing with yeah. that being said, he'll pop up what well you saw when City broke the record for points. He scored some yeah, very, very important goals for them during that season. On his day, like Liam says, outstanding talent. He's got everything. But we see a lot of Raheem Sterling where he's missing that end product. Um, and but for me, Raheem Sterling has to be in the team. And yeah. That's why. For me, it's Sancho or Rashford.
1: It's Sancho or Rashford, in, like, For me as well.
2: Well, we'll put it into a poll then. We'll
0: say who should start for England at left wing. Is it Rashford? Is it Sancho? And i will put Grealish in there because why not? We'll get the Villa fans to vote. Um, <laughs> see, if, see if Grealish gets in there. So you're saying. To sum up, our best England team is uh, in goal. We've said Jordan Pickford, back three of Tyrone Mings, Harry Maguire, Joe Gomez, we ended up with. Uh, Trenton Chilwell at wing back, Henderson and Winks in the middle, front three, either Sancho or Rashford with Kane and Sterling um, to complete it. So that is our best England team. Now, my question to you to end this whole England discussion, is Gareth Southgate the best manager for that best team? Or
2: is there not, a better manager out there that you can't the best. There's there's obviously better managers, but he's fresh, yeah. Right exciting.
0: Because I have an argument that I could put forward is Eddie Howe. Mm-hmm. I'd, of- I'd love to see Eddie Howe come and take charge of this England team.
1: I'm confused uh, by the Eddie Howe's a coach. I'm confused but by he the He needs guy. time with players to develop them.
0: I get that argument. I do understand that to be fair.
1: I don't think he's that man manager that England need to have through the for the pressure of the media and the pressure of the role and everything. I don't think Eddie Howe. The,
2: the question confuses me because, of course, there's better managers out there than Gareth I mean, Southgate. Yeah.
1: But I mean, realistically. realistically,
2: let's say let's say realistic
0: realistically, is there a manager that you think that is available right now? I mean, let, uh, then again, England have started picking on the English managers now, haven't they? So. Is there really a better English manager out there? Or do you think we, that's another debate in itself? Should we be going
2: away from that? In- if if you're what England's model is, the FA will be satisfied with what Southgate's doing right now. Oh, of course. Of course. So this whole thing, is there anybody better out there? Quite, quite frankly, no, because nobody... Knows whether any manager that would be on England's shortlist, Eddie Howe is bound to be one of them. I'd imagine Sean Dyches as well. Um, you know, I, I think if you follow, if, if you think could any of them do better, mm. nobody could give you a 100% answer and say yes. Um, Southgate has done okay so far. He's brought the country back together with that World Cup thing. And now everyone's seeing them in a few friendlies and Nations League games and throwing their toys out the cot because it's England. And that's what England fans have done for years. But Southgate is he's, he's fine. He's OK. I mean, we'll make that. In fact, I think we should
0: make that a debate. Um, not just is Southgate the best manager or if there is another manager, but should England be sticking with only English managers? Should we be looking at? All managers, is it right to only choose English managers? We'll make that a debate. I reckon that would be a good discussion. Um, Moving on then, past England. uh, I just want to briefly talk about this because I don't really care, but it is big news. Uh, Scotland qualified for a major tournament at last. Any thoughts on
2: that? Up the Robo. Up the Scott McTominay. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's all I have to say. I'm I'm, I'm delighted for them. Fair Mm. play. It's going to make better viewing for the the European Championships group because England and Scotland are now in the same
1: group. Ooh, that, yeah. um, That's a good game. Fans need to be back for that one.
2: Um, you know, as uh, and I think they deserve it. They've, they've finally got a, a nice, nice-ish look inside. I was saying to Liam when we were watching it the other day, they they kind of remind me like uh, uh, of Sheffield United because, you know, they've got McBurney playing up front for them. They've, they don't seem to score many goals, but they're just frustrating hard to beat Lucky. Yeah, so you know what fair, fair play to them and I'm delighted for Robertson obviously he's the captain and yeah it's it's fair play yeah fair enough to Scotland
0: if you're Scottish congratulations if you're Northern Irish unlucky Um, I, I doubt any Northern Irish people actually watch this but I doubt anyone actually oh, watches this it. that was a terrible accent <laughs> um, at this point in the podcast um, I'd like to go to our Twitter because uh, obviously, the people, the, the, the very few people who watch this are very important to us. Um, on the Twitter, I always put out a tweet asking, well, that's what, that's all you can put out on Twitter, um, asking for questions. Uh, and today's question is provided by one Nairobi Newsom, our very good friend Nairobi. He's a Spurs fan, unlucky to him. Uh, his question is: Who is the most underrated player in the Premier League at the moment? However. They can't play for the clubs that you support. So he's clearly asking for a Spurs player here. Jack will go to you first. Oh, me first. Yeah. Oh,
2: I need most underrated
0: player in the Premier League.
2: There's several. There's several you can. I'll I'll
0: give you a clue. It rhymes with tread. No, okay, Liam <laughs> is your most underrated player in the Premier League
2: right now, anyway. I could do I a whole, know. I could do a whole list. I could because the whole thing is as well. A lot of players are are underrated because they're rated highly but deserve more. So, for example, you got Danny Ings, incredible. Mm.
1: Yeah, I was going to say Danny Ings or Vardy.
2: Best finishes in English football. James Ward Prowse, incredible.
0: Mm. Ward Prowse might be a shot, actually. I think that's one. Set best
2: piece one. maestro.
0: I I underrate him, to be honest. I'll will say that. I didn't rate him as highly as I did. I mean, as I do now. I, I mean, a couple of two or three weeks ago, I was saying, "Eh, Ward Prowse wise playing for England," and now I'm thinking, "Well, he should be in the England squad." Um, he might be the answer. To be fair, is there anyone well, else?
2: You, there's quite a few. You've got, you know. If if you think about underrated, there's there's quite a lot of players in the Premier League that don't get the respect they deserve because a lot of fans rate players really highly when they shouldn't be, and a lot of other people just don't rate certain players for you know. I think Mason Mount is a decent player. I wouldn't say he's over or underrated. Um, I'd just say he's he's average. Um, but sorry, Gareth, he gets so many so much criticism. Criticism, sorry, because of the whole England thing and the whole Southgate thing. Yeah, people disrespect him a lot. He's not yeah. that bad player. He's just he's just okay. That, that's as simple as it is. You've got players, you know, players like Eric Dyer who just do the simple things right, um, and he gets a lot of disrespect for doing stuff like that. There's so many in the Premier League. Uri Ellingmans is another one. I think yeah. he's an incredible player. You know Wilfred and Didi, another one. He's he gets a bit more respect, to be fair, and a lot of top teams would take him. But I I think he's up there with the best holding midfielders in in the world. I think he's outstanding, especially when you factor in his age and everything as well. Um, there's loads Greenwood on his day. I think he's a really really exciting young talent. Uh, you could say he's underrated, but then again, United fans rate him so highly that it's hard to say he's underrated. Mm. You see things that are just ludicrous on, on social media. Ryan Brewster, another underrated
0: one. <laughs> Hang on a minute, you can't call him underrated when you you last week said that he was going to open the floodgates and score two goals. I think that's goals. where this, I think this, yeah, where
1: this uh, question ends.
0: He's
2: not, <laughs> he's not underrated. So,
0: shall so. we collectively say that the most underrated player in the Premier League right now that doesn't play for any of the clubs we support is James Ward-Prowse then?
2: I'd argue Danny Ings as well. Oh, that's back and both back and forth. I
0: think Danny Ings has got a bit more respect since last season though which is why I'm saying Ward Prowse because I think he's gone very under the radar mm. and then now he's starting to put in performance I mean the England call-up I I barely even noticed it when it came out when he got called. call Fabian Shaw as well Fabian Shaw mm. good player
1: Callum Wilson
0: he's another one Callum Wilson was always rated though wasn't he though mm. everyone I, I've never seen anyone say Callum Wilson was bad
1: yeah true but I think he's I think he deserves a mention mm. for how good uh, he's I'm
2: like going to say, say Ward Prowse is my answer to that question. I have to mention him as well, otherwise, my mates will kill me. Pereira from West Brom. Oh, Mateus Pereira, yeah, he's good. Good, he's player. good. Liam, who are you saying then as your final?
1: All of them.
2: All. Right, all. Everyone uh,
1: that's been mentioned. I'm not I'm picking like, one.
2: Literally, there, there's loads. Cheers
0: then, Robbie, I'll give you my answer. My answer is Ward-Prowse. These two are sitting on the fence.
2: We uh, could on underrated Premier League players. could do. You might have just given us a video idea.
1: I've got Ben White The
2: Debate, debate, underrated, 11 in the Premier League. Done. Sound. We'll do that.
0: Uh, cheers for the question, anyway, Roby. If you're watching, um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Front Three Chat, where you can get involved. Send your questions, and we're always putting up a poll on there. We love a good poll on this channel um, to get some debate going. And I'm sure that uh, what was the, the what was the poll that I'm putting up later on? Is it the uh, the left wing? The left wing. The North. The what? The North poll. What? I'm buff. Shut shuttle. Uh, that's terrible. Um, right, so the last part of the um, of the podcast then. We're bringing the Prediction League back, but we're doing it a bit different now. If, you, if, you, if you're new to the channel, which I'm pretty sure you are because no one ever watches us, um, we usually do a nice little Prediction League where we predict the scores um, of the games in the Premier League. Uh, we award uh, a point for correct result uh and then 2 points or 3 are we going for 3 we'll go with 3 3 points for a correct score uh, we used to do the entire fixture list but we're not going to do that anymore we're going to pick 5 games um and we're going to and we're going to go off that so the first game that i'm choosing for this very first episode of the prediction league is oh i'm trying to find the fixture list while i do this uh who, who's playing city city Tottenham City Tottenham, that's the one. Tottenham Man City. That is the first game that we're going to make a prediction for. Jack, we'll go to you
2: first. Um, one-one. I think City have had a few injuries, but Ferran Torres looked good um, mm-hmm. for Spain last night. They've got they're looking good at the back now too. Um, Sterling's going to be a big miss. I don't think Aguero's fully fit yet. So, um, yeah, and I think. That'll play into Mourinho's hands. I think he'll probably shut up shot. They're performing well at the yeah. minute, so he'll be happy with a point. Um, and, yeah, I, I can see, you know, a bit of a dull game, 1-1. Liam, what are you saying? I
1: was also going to say 1-1, but just for uniqueness, I've got
0: 2-2. 2-2, so you're both back in a draw. Um, I think Spurs will win this, just because Mourinho seems to have taken them another level. Yeah. Um, and Spurs seem to be a bit more serious this season, which kind of scares me a little bit. They've got three difficult games coming up. I think they've got Spur, uh, Spurs, they've got City, Chelsea, and Arsenal. Yeah. Those three will really dictate whether they're going to do anything in the league in terms of challenging. And I think Mourinho will have them all fired up. And I'm going to say a two-one win for Spurs against Man City to send a real message. And then they'll probably kick on and win the other two as well. I wouldn't be surprised because they're looking completely. The I'm not saying that. Um, the other one then, because I'm on this show, Man United, West Brom. Should be United win, but then whenever I say that, we lose. So, Jack, you go first. He's going to predict a West Brom win. I can see it on his face.
2: <laughs> 2-1 Manchester United. Oh, he's done it. He's done it. Fair play. I'm going to get a bonus point if I get that right and say that West Brom will score first. Ooh, okay. Then you can have four points if that happens. Go on then, Liam.
1: 3-0. United will score first.
0: Well, obviously, if they're going to win 3-0. That bonus point? That, that's no so, bonus point for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'll, go, I'll go 2-0 United because I don't see us doing anything amazing. It'll probably be a shit game, to be honest. Um, but regardless, I, we just need a win
1: at this point.
2: No pay-per-view anymore, is there? Wahey! Watch every it's, because
0: of, it's because of our debate. That's what it was. Hey, so. We
1: can't really use that now
0: we've already released it we already, have. we already
1: have have we? Yeah. yeah that was the first video last year.
0: decent <laughs> great producer we have um, <laughs> right uh, the next fixture then oh this is a good one to be honest Leeds against Arsenal there's goals in that
2: nah there's not goals in it because Arteta has Arsenal set up like a Mediterranean Burnley it'll be 3-1 to yeah, the they still can't fucking defend that's the problem um, no in fact so yeah, two one
0: to Leeds. Two one Leeds. Go on then, learn. Two two. Yeah, I'm gonna say two two. I, I see gold in it, and I don't think Arsenal will win. I think Leeds are just better than them. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've lost track of what Leeds are doing at this point. I don't, I don't really care what they do to be honest. But I'll go two two. And the final game then, is it the final game? No, it's the fourth game. I've, I've missed a game somewhere. Yeah, we got, um, we got Sunderland Donny in there as well. Oh shit! Yeah, that was gonna be a surprise. Never mind, I've ruined it. But uh, Liverpool <laughs> Leicester. to Leicester. (laughs) 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 To be honest, if ever there's going to be another shock result like that, it's
2: going to
1: be This one's a hard one.
2: Well, the officials have pissed me off because they put David Coote on VAR. I know they've changed it now, but he was on VAR again.
1: Are we getting the excuses in early?
2: No, we've got no fucking defenders. I mean, that's a bad excuse. No, on a serious note, I'm going to say... Here we go. 2-1 2-1 two, two, Leicester. I think this is our first defeat at Anfield since 2017. It's, it's bound to happen. We're, we're really stripping. We're really low on numbers. And Leicester are looking really good. Um, so, yeah, it's I'm, I'm not confident. Oh dear. I say it a lot. I have a bit of a ritual. I say it a lot that, you know, I, I have a bad feeling um, and it, comes, it, it turns out all right. I'm not actually that bad. I'm Quietly confident going into games usually. This is the first time in a long time I've been extremely worried going into a game. Learn what you're saying then.
1: Three, two. To who? Liverpool.
0: What's going got for Liverpool win? I don't see them winning this. You know what? This is the kind of game where they'll win and then they'll say, Oh, look at us, we're amazing.
2: We've we've all a crisis. Oh, we're the first team to do it. If we win, it would very much be winning ugly, uh, and you know. Yeah, obviously. The odd, the odd goal, uh, one nil sort of thing. That, that's what. Mm, yeah, no, I'm so. saying. Do you see well.
1: yourself keeping a clean sheet?
2: Do you know? What? It wouldn't surprise me, mate.
1: I see it being quite a few goals. That's why I went three-two.
2: All the defensive problems we've got. If we then go out and get a clean sheet, it would just—it would be typical of us get yeah, a clean got- sheet. Paper over the cracks a bit, and then the, over the next few weeks, that's when we you start to see our defensive issues. 3-1
0: three, three, Leicester for me. I don't I don't see Liverpool doing anything. They'll they'll just have a little moan to themselves. Uh, and finally, the last game of our prediction league has to be Donny. They're playing Sunderland. I have no idea what to expect from this, but we'll go to Liam first since he is the resident Doncaster Rovers expert. What's your prediction? He's
1: not Sunderland.
0: <laughs> a bigger, where are you in the league Let, let's have a let's, have a let's look for Donny Well, and while John gives us his 10th tenth. Tenth. Um,
1: oh, the, <laughs> the thing is with Donny we do well against the better teams and then shit against the shy teams
0: you're basically the Man United
2: of League 1 I'm saying rich. I'm, I'm backing the Donny boys I'm going 2-1 Donny <laughs> I'll say 1-1
0: one, one just to be safe right,
2: <laughs> Cop- I did to, <laughs> to score the winner
1: big dubs Coffin won't get on the pitch.
2: Coffin's Co- 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 one of the best players of all then time. Then again, five subs now. so There you go, you will get
0: on the pitch. Speaking of five subs, make sure to keep, uh, keep it locked to this channel because we're
2: having a debate coming up and that's going to be on the five subs. Did you,
1: did you,
2: you see the England and the 21 team last night? No. That's that question. The goalkeeper is Donny's goalkeeper. Yeah.
1: Really, you're not the only team affected by internationals. He's climbing up
2: the ranks. They're their classmate. Wonderful,
0: wonderful. I have to keep what's his name. Bursic. What?
1: Bursic. Bursic. Everyone keep track of Bursic. Where's, where's he from? Loughborough. Stoke. Stoke. He's shy. I don't like him. Which is why he's playing for England. Lovely.
0: He's shit. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful way to end this podcast. Uh keep an eye on Bursick, the shit goalkeeper <laughs> to be fair, He's from
1: Stoke.
0: Okay, the shy goalkeeper. He plays for Doncaster. He's from Stoke. He's
2: currently playing for England. Oh, for England. While, while we're ending it, we still don't have a sponsor. So shout okay. out to the Oh dear. No,
0: we we really shouldn't have done that. <laughs> We really shouldn't have done that. We might need to edit that out. We might just have to blur it. Put something else over it, like the Fraud Focus logo. Let's just do that instead. I don't want more that. work for Liam. I don't want that on there. Um, Anyway, thanks for watching the Front 3 Chat. Uh, as always, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Front 3 Chat. Uh, where if we're you do want
1: to sponsor, sponsorship places are open.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. if you're still watching at this point, we need a sponsor, because we like <laughs> money, and we like upping the production. UCFB, door if you want no, don't stop naming. You know, I'm gonna end this. Uh, stop showing the logo. Um, yeah, until next time, make sure to keep it locked to the channel. We're still producing content. Make sure to please share the channel, please, please distribute it to everyone you know. And until next time, keep chatting, bollocks. Put the mug away.